And I was like, oh, okay then. <laughs> I'm, I'm a piece out then. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, that's so relatable. But, yeah. going, but going back to what you said about how we grow up and we, we don't have these art schools or design schools yeah. or any of that sort of stuff, it always goes back to the same thing as, as you know, creatives in, in the UAE and in the Middle East in general. It's not just the UAE. I yeah, don't know yeah, why, yeah. why I said that. But <laughs> they're just so, like, marginalized and disregarded because no one kind of sees the value in what you do, I yeah. guess. And it's such a... Yeah, it's kind of the whole point of what I'm doing here, right? Right, okay. To, to talk to as many creatives as possible who have tried to make a living or are making a living out of their creative passions yeah. so that people can see that it's just as plausible as being like an engineer or yeah, an architect exactly. like you said or yeah, whatever it is right? right and I'm still trying to figure out you know why this sort of marginalization exists I, I, I don't know do you do you have any thoughts on that or something like that um oh my god that's a <laughs> that's a big one pass <laughs> <laughs> no it's, it's all right I can I can give you my sort of yeah, thesis go ahead, and, go ahead. and if, okay. and then we'll if you think of that. anything you could just let me know. But I think it kind of starts in the education system because you know everyone from a very young age we're taught to yeah. prioritize math, physics, science, um, yeah. whatever you know all these trivial subjects. And trivial? <laughs> <laughs> Are they trivial? <laughs> What you know what I mean? Traditional. I Traditional, Maybe. yeah. That's yeah. that's that's a better word to yeah. describe it. But yeah, it's and then the other things like arts or dancing or whatever singing it may be. Yeah. They're not prioritized at all in the education mm -hmm. system. So I guess maybe if if I were to pinpoint like one thing where we can try to make a better uh, a better effort to to like cut these marginalizations out it would probably be first thing i would say is you know growing up in school prioritizing every subject yeah i think i might have to like bring it back to colonization you know <laughs> <laughs> no but for real like so many of our countries have been colonized yeah. and like not us but the people before us worked so hard to get us out of that and so it's just like this mentality of like we must overachieve like we have to we have to be so great, yeah, you go know. Go above and beyond. Yeah, yeah, like we have to, we have to just be the best at things. I, I see what you mean. Yeah, I and so it's you can, like we don't we don't anymore have that privilege to be to just be like, yeah, I'm just gonna be an artist, you yeah. know. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna dance. Like, what do you That's mean? True. Like, people worked so hard before you to get you out of like some BS. You yeah. Know? So you you better do something good with your life, you know. So that's kind of maybe I don't know. I think it it also. It's not the same thing, but it's also kind of like how some women now choose not to um, study, like choose not to go to university. Yeah. And then there's one school of thought, and I, to be very honest, was like kind of part of that for a moment. My mother got me out of it, but I was kind of like, I don't understand uh, after all those years, like after, you know, so many women's right movements and things like that, where it's like now, like women can study now, women yeah. can go to school, women can travel, and then you choose not to study and it really bugged me, you yeah, know? Yeah. And then uh, I remember having this conversation with my mother, and she was just like, yeah, but now we have the choice. Before, it wasn't a choice. It was, it was like, you don't, get to, you don't get to do this. You don't get to go to school. Whereas, make, whether whether you wanted to or not, but now you, you can choose. Like, you yeah. can choose if you want to it's or up, not. Yeah, it's, it's up to you. Yeah. And so, and on a, on a grander scheme, like, that's, I think, potentially the same Yeah, thing. no, I, 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 it's true. Yeah. It definitely is. All right, so let's let's get back to one and four. Oh yeah, <laughs> kind of uh, straight kind away of from derailed. that. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So then after uni, I came here. Okay. I did I did post grad for like a year. I really honed in on like the pattern making, so cutting clothing. Mm. Uh, it's like my main thing, um, and so I moved here after that. And uh, obviously, I always wanted to have a brand, yeah. but you kind of need to like have some funds before you do that you oh, yeah. know oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean so I was like okay what do I do I tried to get a job didn't really find anything that I wanted to do I mean I was very adamant on like working in design because I wanted mm. to learn more about the industry I didn't find anything to be completely honest yeah. with you at the time and so I just created my own job I literally made a website I called it creative pattern cutters as if it's like more than one person <laughs> As if it's not By just, the way, I do that all the time with me, this. With like, this, I'm like, we, I always say yeah. we. <laughs> like, but literally, like, I was so young, like, I was like 22 or whatever, and 
and uh, it was literally just me. I didn't have any tools. I had nothing. Yeah. But I made this website. Literally, I had nothing. I remember, like, I, I didn't have a table. I didn't have anything, anything, because I came from New Zealand with none of my yeah. tools. Wait, but w before you get into it, why did you pick here, like? Oh, because my siblings are all here. Okay, okay. And they were like, yalla, yeah, yeah. Like, all right, Okay. Go. Yeah, and my parents were still living in Saudi at the time. Okay. Um. Yeah. So it's just my siblings here until now. Um, but yeah, so I made this website. I went on. Uh, I went on to the Fashion Forward website. Okay. I don't know if you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and oh my god, I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can I take it? Yeah, yeah. I've been trying to get this guy for so of long. Of course, of course. <laughs> this fabric guy. Hello. Yes. Hello. Yes, I called. Uh, I messaged you on on WhatsApp. Yeah, on WhatsApp. I want you to send me fabric swatches, the colors. Yeah, please check. Same number I sent you on WhatsApp. I just need fabric swatches for mesh and ponty knit. Okay, can you send it now, please? Okay, don't forget, please. Okay. Thank you. He's literally been ignoring me. <laughs> I just need to order fabric. Okay, okay. Come on. Don't worry about it. Uh, where were we? <laughs> um, so you're on the Fashion Forward website. Oh, yeah. yeah. I really forgot. <laughs> <It's> okay. okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so I went, because again, I didn't know anybody here. Literally zero contact. Yeah. My, my siblings don't work in, in the same scene at all, so okay. also they don't know anything. So anyway, I went on the website. I saw like the list of designers, and so I go one by one onto Instagram, get their contacts. And I emailed them all, and I was like, hello, we're a new pattern cutting service. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and, okay. And it actually worked, yeah. because like two days and I got hits, and I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so I start ordering all this stuff online, like the tools, literally a sewing machine, everything. Um, yeah, and then, I, and then I started working. Obviously, it was hard in the beginning. Uh, I didn't know how to charge people. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was young. I was very sort of like, I just wanted to do the work. But, um, yeah, I got fooled a little bit, you know, but it's fine. It happens. Yeah, but you have to learn. Right? Yeah, you, you have to learn. You have to get your name out there exactly. as well. Um, and so, honestly, I did work in the beginning, like, like, I don't know, like two weeks worth of work for like 200 dirhams, like literally. That's crazy. And yeah. it's like, like all day work, like morning to night kind yeah. of work. And it's just like, but they like they just wouldn't get it like they yeah. wouldn't get why i would charge more than that and i was kind of just like really timid and cute and i was like okay fine yeah. now i'm <laughs> yeah now i'm like oh you don't want to pay bye good luck yeah, finding I mean, someone you know these like, conversations are not easy to have in the beginning no, exactly. you don't really know the value of what you're doing exactly. until you kind of keep keep doing keep it keep doing it yeah. and you don't have a name out there either so exactly. they'll be like who the hell are you yeah. to like charge me this um it grew later, word of mouth, yeah. and then and then it was okay. Um, but then. So how did that turn into one and four? So that turned into one and it didn't turn into. Oh, okay. They kind of ran parallel. Yeah. Um. So then you know whatever bit of money I got, I would go and like buy my fabric and start making stuff and producing okay. and paying my tailors, you know. And yeah. so it, it kind of just fed that. Like I literally never had money for myself. It was all just like zero. <laughs> but but it's that's good. but that's, back yeah, into yourself. that's the way yeah. I'm allotted to myself. But, yeah. you know? um, but that's just the way that it had to be, you know. Yeah. Um I did get help from family. I'm never gonna deny that, you know. Of course. Yeah. Uh but I did I got a lot of help, but I, I still like wanted that merit of, you know, being able to still work and make money and put yeah, it into yeah. it. Even if sometimes I needed a bit extra, you know. Um but yeah, so now one in four is, uh, you know, where it's at. It's still not a big thing. It's not huge. Um, no, it, 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 has, it has some people that like it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've also gone through a lot, of, a lot with it as well. Like, I think that um, I just, I have different thought processes and different things that I want to try. And mm. so I think that it, it has gone through different things as a brand. Yeah. Um, but I'm okay with that. Like, yeah. It's not like I started off the same thing and it's always been the same. It it's grows like the, as you yeah, grow. Yeah, like the underlying right. theme, the underlying thought process is kind of the same. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, it grows. It, it's been growing with me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So has the sustainability um, route, has that been since the very beginning? Or is that something, like you said, 
an idea that as you came, a, yeah. as a, progressed as you got more into it. Yeah, definitely. I, it's always been, my, my focus was always like being ethical. So it was okay. always like, make sure you pay people properly, yeah. you know, all of that. Make sure you don't give ridiculous deadlines, um, you know, pay people on time, yeah, all of course. that stuff. Like the ethics was always there. Mm. Uh, but sustainability kind of grew and it has been causing me some like internal uh, <laughs> <gah>. <laughs> um, because it's like it can't be sustainable like it just can't yeah like there's no such thing like the more that I learn about it there's no such thing but but you realize that you can at least make better efforts like yeah. you can constantly make better efforts um, I read in your article Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, I did read it. I gave it a quick read before okay. you got here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you, you do, you talk about, you kind of get into how it's it's nearly impossible to, to be fully sustainable. Exactly. But there's a term that I use that I really liked, which is carbon offsetting, right? Yeah, That's what yeah, it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. Um, what does that mean for, for whoever, you know? Yeah, which is so, I'm going to talk about something else right after that. Okay. Because I learned, again, something new yesterday <laughs> about that. Um, but yeah, carbon offsetting basically means that you, you need to understand how much carbon you're putting out into the environment with the processes that you're doing. So shipping, production, yeah. all, shipping is huge. Shipping also. is the worst part it's of it, like right? It's like so bad. Yeah. Um, shipping like from the, from the factory to you and also from you to all your customers. Exactly. So it's just yeah. the whole thing is just bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But but then but then people are like oh biodegradable packaging which I do you yeah. know but but that's not the worst part like it's actually like the actual transportation delivery, like yeah, the, the delivery the, you know like the gases that they use like <laughs> yeah. it's just the whole thing is there's a lot to it you know and um, anyway yesterday I attended this uh, summit online this business of fashion okay. sustainability summit for like four hours I'm actually a nerd like there's no way around it I'm just like like I came home from work I was like oh, I got a lot no I love that always eager to learn you know committed yeah but anyway they were talking about carbon offsetting and they were like sometimes I think that brands potentially use it as an excuse or a way around what they do and it's just like oh my god like that you know like yeah. that's also a thing and it's just it's just hard. So I, I think that like I'm reaching a point now where I'm like I, I actually don't wanna produce stuff. Like yeah. it just it's starting to scare me because I'm like okay, uh, this is like three thoughts in one. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> but okay, so there's so many people producing things all at the same time. Yeah. You know, there's high end ones that don't maybe Maybe they do produce so much, they just say that they don't, you know? Yeah. There's that. But then there's also fast fashion who literally don't even lie about it. They just produce yeah, so that's much. ridiculous. There's... Today, because, like, I was doing a bit of research, and uh, I found, like, I found a bunch of brands who literally will take pictures from the real brand and put it on their website for, like, a, a fraction of the price. Okay. And some of them are like literally pixelated images. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so you literally have no idea what yeah. you're getting because it's a pixelated image, like of, from, from of, another from, thing, from another that's website, probably from another thing as well. You know, and and it's just like, well, all these people are producing at like colossal amounts, yeah. like it's not even normal. Yeah. And then so you're like, well, really, like when I produce like a hundred pieces, am I ruining the planet? Not really in yeah. the grander scheme of things, and, but but still, I'm kind of like, well, I might as well not, you know. So it's really like it's it's really a struggle a lot yeah. of the time. Um, so I guess the question to that would be, how do you like incentivize brands like the H and M's and the Zara's and yeah. those to be more sustainably conscious? Is there ev is that even an option, or is it kind of like a lost cause and? your best bet because they are business at the end of the day and cutting costs yeah. and making yeah revenue is their bottom line exactly so is that kind of a hopeless cause to even try to incentivize them or is is it yeah. a smarter route to just educate everyone else on how to consume consciously no it can't be like that it has to be both because it, like sustainability like in production it runs so deep yeah like people are like yeah cotton is such a great fabric actually it consumes ridiculous amounts of water, water. Yeah. you know yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. is it that great <laughs> not really no you know people not. are looking now more into like protein fiber so mm -hmm. you know alpaca and wool not looking into obviously they've been around forever yeah but also those fibers are 
very warm, you know? So mm. we, we can't we can't be doing that. So Especially not here. <laughs> no. So it's 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 rough. It's a bit rough. Um and then there's like regenerated fibers like linen and rayon, yeah. which are like rayon is like an imitation fiber. Linen is obviously super nice and cool, but you get like linen just looks like linen. Like you can't really yeah. do much to it. That's true. Like we're we're not all gonna look like ancient Egyptians, you know? <laughs> like or like we're on a on a beach in Greece somewhere you know, or something. Like a nice shirt yeah. and like flowy pants, barefoot. <laughs> it's one or the other. Like that's the look. That's so true. <laughs> Maldives, like yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so then it's like those massive companies. They're the ones that have to make a change. But how how are you gonna ask them at this point mm. in their business to dial it way 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 back and like cut their production? quantities they're trying to cut costs to make more and we're exactly. asking them to cut quantity like yeah so they're like where the hell am i going to make my revenue then so they're just it's, not going to do it yeah it probably won't happen until like it's forced by a, a law by or who? like yeah like, something like that <laughs> i don't know because i mean capitalism you know <laughs> yeah. basically yeah. the umbrella exactly um yeah so i think that at this point I've reached a point with like with one and four, I've reached the stage of like, uh, not that I ever went too far, but I am dialing it back yeah. further again, because I did, I did come, maybe I never like acted on it, but in my mind, I was like, okay, I got to produce, I got to make the stuff that people want. And mm. that was never my mindset with what I wanted to do. Like, it was always, I'm going to create, I'm going to experiment, I'm going to put it out there if someone appreciates it cool okay you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I never wanted that. it to be hype I never wanted it I'm not I'm not even cool like, <laughs> like I don't even care about my like people thinking that my stuff is cool yeah, you know what yeah, I mean yeah, like yeah. I just want to do what I want to do exactly. like I just want to experiment I want to make what I think is yeah. good you but know? people are always drawn to authenticity and like being yourself so that's, yeah but people uh, are drawn to hype way more oh, yeah. that, that's <laughs> let's true. be honest that's so. true yeah, so I think that right now, like the what I'm doing, and uh, you just heard one of the phone calls, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm honestly like I'm just gonna get um, like an amount of fabric that I want to do like one piece with. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but over over quarantine last year, I did a bunch of like three D designs. Mm -hmm. I learned the program because mm -hmm. what the hell else was I gonna yeah. do? I always wanted to learn it. I just never had the time. Yeah. And and so that was a really couldn't good have been thing. a better time. It really was yeah. good, you know. So. Um, yeah, so I, I learned the program. It helped a lot, actually, because even when I was still... I'm not doing client work anymore, but even when I was still doing mm. client work, it helped a lot because I could do work with people without seeing them, without even having to sit with them. Yeah. They literally could just send stuff, da -da -da, send no. it, and they print it out. Like, yeah. It's not a big deal. Um, but yeah, anyway, so I, uh, I did a bunch of 3D designs, and I never made them real, and so... I want to make them real because that's where I, when it was when I went to 3D, I was like, I actually don't have to think about anyone or yeah. you know, I don't have to think about anything practical yeah, at all. That's like true. I could just create, I can just really create, I can use whatever hell colors I want to use. I don't have to think about like what people will like, what's mm. trendy, none of that. So now I was like, okay, let me just like take these pieces one by one, maybe over the span of a few months and okay. just put them out there, create them wear them myself yeah. you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is also a new thing for me because like I never even used to like uh, represent like your I own was, drip yeah I was <laughs> drip <laughs> <laughs> I was always really sort of like I just didn't even want people to know that I was behind one and four Oh, okay. Like, I just you wanted, wanted, like, an ambiguous yeah, type of thing. Yeah, you know, but okay. that's not going to work in the same age. I just want I wanted to be the Margiela, you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, work. but going back to the 3D, for anyone who doesn't understand okay. what that is, yeah. you mind just giving, like, a brief, oh, okay, okay. A brief explanation yes, of what it sure. is? Yes, sure. Okay, so basically, it's a program that, like, um, me looking directly at the camera. <laughs> Please cut that. I will, I will, I will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, basically, it's a program okay. where it has like a split screen. So there's flat pattern making, and mm -hmm. I'm going to explain what that is. Basically, it's like creating a template for clothing. Uh, and that's that's like what I've specialized in, basically, mm. is creating cuts. And that's yeah. what I was doing for my clients and all of that. Um, so yeah, so you have a split screen where one side you can do a flat pattern, like you can do the flat template, you create it, and then you have a mannequin on one side. 
okay. um, and it simulates directly onto it. Okay. And then there's different functions where you can see if something is too tight, like it will give you sort of like hot zones. Um, so you can All actually right. you can actually see, and then you can like move the mannequin. So and you, dimensions and everything. And everything you width, can height. Everything, everything. like okay. they have they have like a standard uh, model size, but okay. then you can also just open that up and change literally every single measurement in it. So like I have one that's my measurements. I have one that's my bro my brother's measurements. Amazing. Like you know, like Amazing. you can literally okay. really customize things. Um, so then you, you'll actually get a proper fit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's really, really cool in that sense. Obviously cuts down time so much. Like yeah. something that would take me like patterns, they, they're very time consuming. Like something that would take me maybe three days, I literally could get done in three to four hours. That's amazing. Which is ridiculous. So time well spent learning that. You know? Yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, because for example, like with, with the real life pattern, you have to cut it out into real fabric, yeah. sew it, put it on, fit, do all the this fitting stuff. Sizes. Yeah, check, check where it's tight, where is this? It's literally like right there. Oh, it's tight there? Let me just add a half save. You know, like easy on the spot. Okay, amazing. It's actually life-changing. Uh, it was bittersweet, extremely, mm. because... I've been doing like pra practically pattern making for a very long time, yeah. and it, it's almost sort of like a meditation process for mm -hmm. me. Uh, like I can literally watch something, I can talk to people while I'm doing it because it's like it's very sort of like like muscle memory. Type yeah, of thing. exactly. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> lunch. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was kind of like that, you know. Like I really loved the, the process of it. Okay. Uh, so it was kind of bittersweet moving to. Um, digital yeah because you're you're just clicking around yeah. um but at the same time it's sweet you know because yeah, it's it just cut cuts a, it an cuts insane amount of time so much time so much waste yeah. as well because i don't have to keep cutting fabric and throwing true, it like true. actually i didn't think about that yeah. so much waste yeah. um so and paper like so much paper true. so much fabric so yeah it, it's honestly uh, yeah, it's a bit life-changing perfect segue so, yeah. to my next question oh let's yeah. go <laughs> So, uh, how was your time having a studio in D three? How how did you? Uh, how was your experience there? And mm. have you? I think you transitioned to a home studio now, right? Yeah. Because it's just. Yeah. So it actually it still exists. I just never went back to it. Oh okay. Um, so basically, in in the beginning of twenty twenty, uh, I I was living with my brother. We I have always lived with my brother, mm. but we uh, we just separated like separated <laughs> we just moved separately like a couple months ago so now i live with my sister instead okay. anyway this is like <laughs> details nobody needs to know but anyway we moved into a house where i had an extra room okay. uh, to have a to have a whole studio so it was a, like a full a full room basically Amazing. and so that was very convenient because two months later we were on lockdown yeah uh, so i slowly went and got all my stuff from d3 um and I just didn't need to go back, honestly. Mm. Um, yeah, it's also a shared space. So I did have my stuff there, but I always, in my head, was kind of like, there's other people there. And mm. it just, like, bugged me a little bit. So, yeah, I didn't need it anymore okay. because I had a whole last room, so it was fine. And was it, like, something they invited you to come work at? Or, like, was it something you were renting? Or how did that Oh, work? yeah, so basically, um, yeah, it's part of, like, my company license. Okay. It's, like, an incubator area, so yeah. anybody who has a license there can work. Okay, okay. It, like in that space. So yeah. it's nice, Danny. It's awesome. not like anybody can go. Yeah, over. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you do pay the price a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So but was it worth it? Did you enjoy your time there? I did. I did. So it was, first of all, really nice to be working in D3. It was really nice to sort of have like a showroom space. Yeah. So people, because that's like an issue that I have right now, even people would be like, oh, but I want to try it on first. Uh, in D3, I'd be like, okay, come to D3, and yeah, they come exactly. try it on, pay on the spot, peace, you know, all good. Uh, so now I'm back to not having that, uh, just because I'm honestly just not going to move all my stuff there again. I also, I'm not going to be sitting there full time anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, but you know, it was good while it lasted. Okay. So, this, um, is, this is so Egypt. Yeah, it is. Like, I literally got it from Egypt. It's so yeah. good. Yeah, I love it. You know what I found out recently? Uh, I don't know if this is one of them, but I uh, did it. I did a production in Egypt a couple of years ago for Seoul, actually. Oh, okay. My t-shirts. I did my t-shirts in Egypt, so they were organic cotton, nice. and the prints were non-chemical. Like it was all, you know, very. <laughs> what 
whatever. <laughs> and anyway, so I, I asked her, I asked the, like, the, the person that was at the factory, I was like, what do you guys do with the waste? Like, what do you do with the offcuts? And she was like, we send them to a clean factory. Kadeem, yeah. And I was like, damn. Yeah, yeah, so they yeah. send them all these bits and they weave them into Maybe them. one of this is a waste from your shirt. It might be, you know? So honestly, look at these. Like, this is jersey fabric yeah. right in there. They're, it's all completely different it's all different yeah. and you there's just like get patterns bits weird stuff. cut off and it's just whatever like it's literally off cuts from factories yeah. which i think is so good this is what i love about old industries like egypt like yeah. it's so wholesome exactly you know there's you, actually no waste because they all true. use each other's waste yeah, for yeah, something yeah. i never thought about that actually yeah but it's old industries yeah. like they have, have factories for everything yeah it's so good that's true what was um Speaking of one of the the soul collection, what was it, one of your favorite ones that you've worked on throughout um, you know one and four's journey? I only I only did I only did one soul, <laughs> and then it locked down the year after. Right? Yeah. Um, but in general, what was yeah, in general, like collection? one of your whether it was you know launching it, working on it, okay, okay. Uh, whatever it might um, be. I think actually it was that one okay. because that was the one that. No, that one and the one before it. So what I put out in in Seoul wasn't uh, all what I released in that year. Okay. So the one that I did earlier in that year also was really cool, I think, uh, because it was like the beginning of the sort of journey of using dead stock fabrics, mm. and um, it was a pre-order based collection as well. Okay, so, so it was like made to order. Made type? to order. Okay. Um, so yeah, so that was like that was what I was doing for waste management, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, don't produce too much. I didn't have a lot of fabric on me. I just had a little bit, and yeah. then if I got more, then I would buy more, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it just was controlled in that sense because before that, I would always end up with extra fabric rolls because mm. you sort of you over order. Yeah, that's um, true. And you like overproduce, and it's just yeah, because it's yeah. always better to have more than less. Than yeah, then, just like, in case. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so then, so then with this one, it was really good because, you know, people could appreciate it yeah. and not buy it or appreciate it and buy it. And then, and then I would like, and then I would make it for those people exactly. and that was all good. Yeah. Um, and then, and then also the stuff that I did for Seoul, I really liked because that was also the first time that I designed uh, a print, which okay. was so cool. It had horses on it. <laughs> nice. I see you're into horse riding a lot, right? Yeah, a little bit. I'm yeah. not obsessed at all. <laughs> Funny story, actually, my my dad is uh, like he's obsessed as oh, well. He, yeah, he grew up uh, he grew up in Egypt mm. from ages like sixteen to like twenty two. Okay, he was at a stable. Amazing. His all day, every day. Yeah, yeah. And he used to like compete in horse jumping and oh, all this. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, he was more into the jumping, uh, yeah. the the sudu than whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he wakes up one day. And he has an allergy to horses. And he can never ride again. What? Yeah. I would actually cry. Yeah, it was his whole life for like no. five, six years. And one day he just wakes up and... and he just couldn't. Couldn't. Every time he'd go around the horse, he would just like... Oh. His throat... Like bad allergy. Very bad. Oh my God. Yeah. Has he, ever, has he tried since? We actually just spoke about it this <laughs> week. I'm like... Because he was sitting here watching some horse jumping stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he looked so sad. I'm like, yo. So sad. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm sure there's some medication yeah. or something from way back when. Like, yeah, because sometimes this stuff changes. Exactly. I'm like, see something, try it out. You don't have to like jump. You could just do it like as a hobby now or something. Because mm. he, he used to tell me how therapeutic it was. I, I, I guess you can relate to yeah, that. Like it's, it's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, nothing to do with... I mean, I feel <laughs> sad for your dad now. I can relate so much. I literally would cry if someone told me I was allergic to horses. Yeah. Oh my God. Anyway. But yeah, anyways, the print had horses so on it. So the print had horses on it. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought, I, I loved it, honestly. I thought it was fun. Um, I didn't make much of it. I, I just stopped making much of anything, to yeah. be honest. Uh, that collection also had that those t-shirts that I did in Egypt. They said, mm. eat your vegetables. <laughs> uh, what? Eat your vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> I just oh, I had realized that I was being so serious in my design and I was just like <laughs> whatever yeah. you know um, not to say that I think I'm good at doing t-shirts to be honest okay. like I don't think that I would do them again okay um, it's just like it's just not my thing yeah, yeah like yeah. I, I honestly was doing them just because it's what people want yeah. like the graphic tees you mean the graphic tees okay, yeah, yeah, yeah but I just I'm not good at them yeah. I don't wear them that much anymore yeah. either um, 
and like it's like that same thing of like the brand grows with me so exactly i personally don't wear graphic tees anymore and so, so i just don't relate to them yeah anymore either that's really refreshing to hear because like most brands would just think of what people want yeah as opposed to what you know, yeah doing what they enjoy doing or what they enjoy wearing exactly or, yeah just to like get yeah blown up yeah, but, yeah, yeah you know i mean it works for them obviously yeah. <laughs> it <works> for me, so. <laughs> maybe one day um but yeah what yeah. were we saying and in, in, in that same collection i also did um these knitted cardigans in peru okay and like a factory that's owned by like 20 women no i was gonna ask you about peru yeah. How, how did the, how did you find the, the the factory? How did you come across yeah. it? Yeah. So I I I'm on this um, sourcing website. Okay. And it just like if you're if they put themselves on, you'll find them. Yeah. You know. So I I was looking. I was looking for people who are certified for like organic cotton, uh, certified certified for like ethical production, okay. all of that stuff. Like basically, it allows you to like filter with all of that. And then obviously I got in touch with them and spoke to them yeah. personally. And it really was just like a group of, like a family. It's not even a group. It's literally like wow. me, my mom, my grandma, my wow. aunt. Like That's amazing. So cute. Yeah. Um, so they made it and they would send me pictures of them like stitching the buttons on. <laughs> like I loved it. It was so cute. That's so wholesome. And then so wholesome. Yeah. Like so sweet. <laughs> uh, and they would send me like with the name. Obviously I can't remember anyone, but like they'd be like, oh, like. Elma or whatever is stitching on the buttons right now and I'm like sick thanks Elma <laughs> um, yeah and then they sent it to another factory in Peru that does vegetable dyeing okay so the cardigans like obviously they're just like a natural undyed color and then they send them there and I so I, I just made like a graphic on the illustrator with like the color gradients that I yeah. wanted and I sent them exact pantones okay for the gradients yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and like measurements of like where, if, where you know where the colors yeah. start and, and they just did it. And it's literally vegetable dyed. So they mix the colors and everything. Oh, wow. And they match the panto and exactly. That's amazing. Uh, and they dry them in the sun. <laughs> it's just like, and I have pictures of all of this. It's so cute. That's so cute. You, want, you send me a couple of them. I'll put them up yeah, in the video. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cute. Um, yeah, really sweet, honestly. Okay, nice. Mm. Um, going back to what you said about when you stopped client work, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so how was... Um, how why? Was, <laughs> why? Uh, yeah, sure. Why? And also, like, what was, what would you say? Like, one of for you was one of the biggest recurring problems mm. that you had doing client work as yeah as a creative. Yeah. So obviously, like in quarantine, like in twenty twenty, <laughs> that year, yeah. you know, just like a lot of stuff kind of <laughs> happened. Didn't yeah. ha that didn't happen yeah. actually. <laughs> Um, yeah, and so, like, for the first half of the year, I didn't really have a lot of work at all. Like, so many projects got cancelled in February. I had, mm. I had a lot of stuff lined up for the year, and then it all just, like, went down the drain, and it's kind of just, like, oh, my God, it's stressful as hell. Um, but whatever, you're at home, you're not really spending much, it's fine. Um, <laughs> and then it picked up again around uh, July, not for client work, but the collaboration with Nike, which mm -hmm. was sick. Mm -hmm. Like, that was really cool. Um... I love it. I love, I love working with them. It's really yeah. nice, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for whoever isn't aware, how what was the collaboration for? Okay, what so, you... yeah, so basically, um, uh, oh, okay, so back in February, I had messaged a friend of mine at Nike, okay. and I emailed her, actually, like, I made it, like, really official, and I was <laughs> like, this might be a really long shot, but I know for a fact that Nike has a lot of dead stock items that are not going to be sold, because mm. they're out of season. Yeah. Um, would it like what what would you think if we collaborate if you give me the stuff i design stuff and you know make it out of these things and she was like that's actually a cool idea let me pitch it okay uh and then and then that, that. <laughs> lockdown lockdown yeah. happened so the conversation didn't really go further and then in july they they came back and contacted me uh so she actually kind of pitched it to them and mm. she was an, an idea to them like okay. she was like well let's bring you to do it kind of thing like she just twisted it a <laughs> yeah, little bit yeah, to make yeah. it work which is fine yeah yeah um, that's smart you know yeah. yeah uh anyway so yeah so they were like uh we're releasing this shoe the vapor max 2020 it's yeah. like 60 percent recycled and we we have all this dead stock and i was like oh really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I didn't know. laughs> as if it wasn't your entire yeah. idea <laughs> it's fine um and they were like, "Do you would you would you be down to like collaborate with us on making a face mask and a tote bag, 
um, for the release of the shoe. Yeah. And you're going to do that? There you go. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'm down, obviously. So I like took the shoe, I looked at the shoe, I took inspiration from it, designed stuff. Yeah. And they did it and it was sick, you know? So, it is sick. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, going back to the... the problems with, with yeah so but, so that was kind of like after that I, I did start getting client work again um because you know it's just that's the way that it yeah. is you know like you put something on instagram you put it online and people are like oh that person still exists you yeah. know so i i did get you know, get contacted again um and uh but it it was kind of like the last straw so i think it was three projects that were happening around the same time going to happen didn't happen yeah of uh, like one place who wanted like the, like they wanted really cool like designed uniforms. It was a new uh, barbershop, I think. Yeah, and they wanted uh, stuff. They just wanted like cool yeah. cool yeah, uniforms. Yeah, and I was cool. like, yeah, I'm down. Uh, and it, and it's like, I think it it was like two months of us talking and me going back and forth with designs and actually going to my tailor and getting them samples mm -hmm. made, and then um, sending a quote and then being like. And and they say, oh, it's too much. Or, or after all that work, after all done, after right? all that work that's already done, but they yeah. don't see that as work that's already done. They just see the whatever you're gonna give me after yeah. actual physical product as work. Fine, I get it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of like, well, I wasted all this time. Um, but that's, it happens. Yeah, that's frustrating. Uh, it's happened a lot before, but you know when it's just like it's too much and it's at a time where you're like, no, but I actually need work, you know. Yeah. So. No, like this yeah, sucks, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, and so so that that one kind of dropped, and um, or they'd be like, "Oh, we're gonna pay you half, and then half after," and I'm like, "Yeah, sure, whatever, that's normal as yeah, well." But great. then they don't, and then they like just drop off, like just shit like that, that's, you know. That's just that's fucked up. Honestly. You know what I mean? Like, like it's just how? what's wrong with you? Yeah. And um, and then I got and then there was another one also that I was talking to. Literally for four months, I think. Yeah, it was mm. like September. No, not four months. September to Jan to, okay. to to December, a long ass period of time as yeah. well. So much, so much research because they wanted a lot of pieces. Like they wanted so much stuff. Okay. Uh, a lot of printed stuff. So I had to like do it in China. Yeah. Um, and so I had to connect with so many different suppliers and get quotes and like lower the prices mm. and. Stuff that I don't even want to do because yeah. it's just like beyond my own principles, yeah. you know. Um, but again, after all of that quoting, and then they'd be like, "Is that your final price?" And I'm just like, um, yeah, <laughs> "Yeah, actually, it is." And especially at that time, I wasn't even charging like my normal because I was just scared. I didn't want to lose jobs. Yeah. So I was already like. It was already it reduced. It was already reduced, yeah, and then that's... and then you say that to me, I'm just like, I can't, like I. I can't. I physically cannot, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. even if you pay me that or less than that, I'm still not going to do the work because it's just, it's really not even worth it. Exactly. So that kind of yeah. went down the drain as well. And then there was a third one that also went down the drain, you know, like, and it, and it was all in the space of the same three yeah, months. Just and at that point I was kind of just like, yeah, I'm done with this. Like, yeah. I don't even care about you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but like really no it's, but it's it's true like it, it, it's actually it's nothing bad to say that you don't care it's not because obviously you don't care about me exactly, either you exactly. know like so, they're not reciprocating that at all so and like all the energy that I'm putting in and all you're putting on it is that you just want a low value and yeah. it's like but but no I'm not low value so exactly so no <laughs> you know oh, um, so I was kind of like I just got to a point where I was like I want to do one in four and I don't want to have to worry about all of this mm. other crap uh, yeah, so I just cut it. Yeah, good decision. Mm -mm. Yeah, Most I definitely. I feel like it's just such a a source of stress, right? Extremely, and and I couldn't even do one and four properly with it. Like I I could only do when I had time, like two weeks in between clients or whatever. Yeah. To you know to focus on it, and so it was always very sporadic, you know. Um, mm. Yeah. But then over over lockdown, I designed all of the basics, and that was really cool. Produced it; it's all recycled cotton. Um, Amazing. Yeah, so that was fun. Awesome. And then there was the whole campaign around it, which was yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's uh, so what's next for one and four? What's coming up? 
Can you um, give us a bit of a, a teaser? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think I already did, but <laughs> <laughs> but no, the, like literally, what I'm doing right now is I'm uh, working on the stuff that I designed digitally, yeah. and I have more of what I. Is like, it the dresses, like the the ones that the, I, I you posted them, right? Yeah, like you posted them on your story or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, but I did post them before. But so okay, there's a yeah, bunch yeah. of stuff that I did post. There's a bunch of stuff that I didn't post. So okay. I just like I want to take that stuff where it's like. I like I like like I, I enjoyed working on them. I like them. They're mm. interesting. They they're not going to appeal to everyone yeah. and I'm not bothered with that. Yeah. You know? So I'm just going to do them, make like literally a few pieces to shoot uh, with some people. Yeah. And and then just go from there. Cool. So yeah. Um there was a question that I forgot to ask you okay. when when you mentioned, you know, how people see that you're back on the map when you post something yeah, or you yeah, get yeah. You, people start hitting you up. Yeah. Do you ever find it that like it's a bit draining to, to have to use social media all the time to when you were doing client work, I guess it's not as much anymore. Yeah. But when you were kind of freelancing mm-hmm. or doing the client work, did you ever find the, the social media part of it a bit yeah. draining? I mean it always is. Even without even without the client work, it's like you kind of do still have to be on there yeah. when you're in the creative scene because yeah. you just you can't drop off. Like people want to know that you're still doing stuff. Exactly. So regardless of this or with one and four, like I still have to be there. Not just one and four as a page, but me personally. Yeah. Like, people want to know what I'm up to. Um, mm. I say that with so much confidence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if people want to know what I'm up to, but like no, it's like. People who are interested in one and four, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. you know, like they just want to know, yeah. they want it, they, it's a bit more personal in a sense, I guess. Of course. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you have a, a message or, or a piece of wisdom? For, a for, piece of wisdom? For anyone who's trying to get into the fashion design, fashion uh, curation scene. Oh, man. I think that like, it's one of the things that as a student, or maybe, maybe, Maybe students, like fashion students now, are more aware of this. But for me, when I was a student, I definitely was not this aware of, like, all the dark sides of fashion. Mm. And I think that, like, it just came as a bit of a shocker. Yeah. And it was kind of like, uh, I, I didn't expect it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not what I signed up for. Not, you know, yeah, 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 exactly. But then, but then now I'm here and this is what I know how to do. So. Yeah. <laughs> like, I literally studied for four years to do this, yeah. so I think I kind of have to do it. Like, um, yeah, but I think it's just, like, knowing, knowing what you're getting yourself into mm. and and also just not getting, like, sucked into the mix of not caring because yeah. that, that just sucks. Yeah. Like, there's so many people in fashion, they just don't care about anything, mm-hmm. about the values, yeah. about, like, the people behind what you're doing. Um so just doing your, your research, your due diligence. Yeah, do your research, yeah. care about people, care about the environment. Yeah, that's it. And then if you still want to be in fashion, then... <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, are, you, are you... Last question before, okay. we, before we wrap up, before my outro. Okay. Um, do, you, uh, do you see yourself branching out into anything else creatively anytime soon, or is it... Is it the clothing, the fashion? For, um, definitely. I think that, like, I literally called it one and four studio because I didn't want it to be, like, a clothing brand okay. only. Um, yeah, so I ventured a little bit. I made I made some jewelry. Okay, nice. Um, nice. I never put it out. <laughs> I probably should. But, no, but I would love to, like, I would love to explore different areas of yeah. design. Like, in, like uh, product design mm. would be so cool, yeah. you know? Like I want, I want to make like a like a chair or something. Okay. <laughs> a table. I don't okay. know. Um. Yeah. Okay. Stuff like that. So mostly, not much like graphic design and stuff. Just mostly. No, I don't. I actually don't know. I just don't know how to do it. Yeah. The graphic design is just like. Yeah. It just yeah. goes over my head, but. Yeah. Probably the only thing I'm decent at. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Like I can illustrate. I can draw, but like. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like try and ask me to like design something that looks good on a. Something. Yeah, I yeah, just, yeah. I can't do it I get for some reason. Mean. It's weird. The composition of something. Yeah. Like, it's important, and I just I can't do it. <laughs> so we're just gonna let that go. You okay. Know? <laughs> so we'll keep an eye out for the for the furniture line coming. Yeah, out maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait. What's what's the 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 story behind the name? Oh. One and four. Okay. Uh, so one and four basically like at its essence, it, it's you and like the four pillars of your life, like the four corners. 
okay. what your anchors you could say yeah what keep you up um for me for the brand i'm gonna try and remember the four corners of my brand there's sustainability obviously yeah is the main one uh there's like intricacy and cuts okay uh the human form mm-hmm. and there's one more thing and i can't remember it that sucks it's okay let's just make one up <laughs> yeah <laughs> Go for it. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, but also, but the name is mainly inspired by me and my siblings. Okay. So there, there's, there's five of us. There. <laughs> um, there's five of us. Okay. Um, there's, there's four sisters and one brother. My brother always says he's the one, and we're the four. You know? Okay, that's cute. But you know, but it's literally it's just you and the four corners yeah. of your life, basically. So yeah. All right. Amazing. That's it. All right. Well, to wrap up this uh, this lovely conversation, thank you again for taking the time of to course. be here. Of course. Thanks for having me after so long. Yeah, it was it was a while in the making. It's my bad. No, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I get it. Um, so yeah, to wrap up, uh, what are your top three songs in rotation right oh, now? Right now. Yeah, you um, can check your phone yeah, if me, you want to. Yeah, let me check. To. Actually, I'm feel check. free to. Oh, I've been like digging my rib into the couch this whole time. <laughs> actually, hurts. Um, and after that, your favorite concert ever. Oh, okay, that you've okay. Been to. Okay, one at a time. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's, what's currently in my music? Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just be real honest. I threw it back these days. Okay. I've been listening to um, uh, London Grammar. Okay. Um, you unfamiliar. Even, you don't even know who that no. is, right? <laughs> no. But, like, it's, it's one of the old albums that I was listening to when I was at uni. Um, and this is, I, you could say this is literally just the past few days, like not, not recently, yeah, yeah, just yeah. the past few days. Okay. Because they, they're the ones that came out, so I'm going to just be honest. All right. Uh, London Grammar and uh, Sia, but also a very old album. Okay. Do, do you know who that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but I don't like any of her new, like, the new, the stuff. new stuff. She had really, really, really yeah. beautiful, um, just like kind of acoustic in a yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, her voice is uh, Yeah. Amazing. Perfect. Yeah. And then um, Eddie Vedder. I also don't think you know who that is. <laughs> oh, I don't. Do you know the band Pearl Jam? Yes, I do. So he's the okay, main singer. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but okay. he also, like, separately, because Pearl Jam is really intense. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, yeah, I can't do bit. it. But Eddie Vedder alone, uh, and specifically, it's specifically the, the music that he did for the movie uh, Into the Wild. Okay. You should listen to it. I'll I don't know if out. you're into, like, rock at all. I am, I am. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Cool. Uh, cool, actually, yeah. because like nobody, nobody's into rock anymore <laughs> yeah, for some reason. At all. Like it just f- disappeared. But I'm I'm a rocker girl at heart. No, forever. no, I love it. But um, yeah. So I just suddenly felt like listening to Eddie Vedder the other day. Um, but yeah, it's okay. it's kind of like Oasis vibes a little bit. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. What was your other question? Uh, your favorite concert okay. ever. Everyone's gonna hate me for saying this, but I literally went to their concert twice. <laughs> Coldplay. Oh, okay. No, that's fine. They're they're an amazing they're band. They're actually great. Yeah, they're I don't great. know why people these days they're are like great. I mean, I've gotten Macklemore before, so oh. I, I mean, they, I don't think we can no, talk that. That's but, that's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I literally went to Coldplay twice. <laughs> Uh, in yeah. in Abu Dhabi, right? I went once in Abu Dhabi and in New Zealand when I was okay. living there as well. Nice. Uh, for yeah, so it was the al- the album before that. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Mm. All right, guys. Thanks again for if you've made it this far. Yeah. Thanks again for for tuning in. I really appreciate you. And uh, check out Ingie's Instagram. Check yeah. out uh, One and Four Studio. It's all gonna be linked. So yeah, show some love, fellow creative, fellow Egyptian. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I'll catch you on the next one. Cool. Peace, Thanks peace, for peace. Me. Of course. Thanks for coming. Thank you. I appreciate you taking the time. Of course. Cool. All right. Donzos. Donzos. That was yeah. fun. I'm glad you enjoyed it. You just had all these questions in your head. Yeah. You just memorized this shit.